Hi, this is Dr. King again. Welcome back. Kamsa invites Krishna to Mathura. Very surprised. The Kamsa, who was all along doing everything possible to kill Krishna, how could he think of inviting Krishna to Mathura? Was he repenting for whatever wrongs he did against Krishna? Was he thinking of patching up with Krishna to avoid his death in Krishna's hands? Or was his wicked mind scheming for something very big? Wicked people like Kamsa rarely mend their ways. Kamsa had sent several of his trusted associates to finish Krishna. He had sent Putana, then Dhenuka, then Baka, then Agha and many more cruel and powerful demons to kill Krishna. None of them could do any harm to Krishna, but they in turn were killed by Krishna. Probably Kamsa understood that it was not easy to kill Krishna. He had to employ some other tactic. He could have himself killed Krishna, but Kamsa knew very well that if he does that, he would fall in the eyes of his subjects. After all, Krishna was his own nephew. Besides, killing helpless kids did not befit his stature. So, he wanted to put up a show that he was a nice king. But he stealthily made an elaborate arrangement to kill Krishna. His plan was such that the entire process worked so well that no one would suspect his hand. Kamsa announced an elaborate ritual called Thanuriyaga, a bow sacrifice. He decided to invite Krishna to take part in the ritual. He sent for one of his elderly men, namely Akrura. Akrura was supposed to act as an emissary of Kamsa. Kamsa wanted Akrura to go to Vrindavan and invite Krishna and his family to the bow ritual. Kamsa did all this so that none would suspect his real intentions. If Nandagopa got any inkling of Kamsa's real intentions, there was every possibility that he may escape with Krishna. Akrura, true to his name, was a gentleman. He was not Krura or cruel like Kamsa. He was Akrura, not cruel. He knew very well about Kamsa's intentions, but he was duty-bound to obey his king. So Akrura headed towards Vrindavan in his chariot. On the way to Vrindavan, Akrura was filled with mixed feelings. On one hand, he was repenting for acting as a tool in Kamsa's heinous design. On the other hand, he considered himself to be a blessed person who was going to see the God incarnate. Akrura was repentant of many of his past misdeeds. He was hoping that a mere glimpse of Krishna would wash away all his sins in no time. Akrura was thrilled at the thought of meeting God. However, Akrura feared in his mind that Krishna might refuse to see him since he was sent by Kamsa. What if Krishna considered even Akrura as his enemy? Akrura kept consoling himself that being a god incarnate, Krishna would know that Akrura had no role in whatever was happening. He was only abiding by his duty. He had no ill feeling towards Krishna. On the contrary, he was eager to lay his head at the feet of Krishna.
fighting all these conflicting thoughts in his mind, Akrura marched towards Vrindavan. It was almost evening when Akrura reached Vrindavan. As soon as he reached, Akrura jumped out from his chariot, eager to touch the soil on which Krishna had walked. He even rolled over the soil, hoping that that would purify him. Tears of joy were flowing from his eyes. Akrura looked around and found Krishna and Balarama in a cow pen. Akrura ran towards them and fell on their feet. He was so emotional that his throat was choked. He could not even utter a single word about himself or why he had come. But nothing is hidden from the God. Krishna knew everything. He gently lifted Akrura and embraced him. He had all love for him, no matter the purpose behind his visit. Krishna and Balarama took Akrura to their house. Akrura was given all those comforts and treatment which a guest deserved. After having a meal, Nandagopa inquired Akrura about the well-being of the people in Mathura. He also asked him about the purpose of his arrival. Akrura explained the purpose of his coming, namely to invite Nandagopa and his family for the bow sacrifice. He also did not fail to caution them about Kamsa's nefarious plans to kill Krishna and Balarama. On hearing that, both Krishna and Balarama laughed aloud. Nandagopa sent word to his people about his going to Mathura along with Krishna and Balarama to attend the bow sacrifice. He asked his people to prepare for the journey with cards full of gifts and tributes to the king Kamsa. On hearing about Krishna leaving Vrindavan, the women folk in Vrindavan were struck by grief. They could not think of separating from Krishna even for a moment. They loved him so much. Some of them even became unconscious, unable to bear the grief. Maybe some of them were apprehensive about Krishna since they knew how wicked Kamsa was. They were even worried that Krishna might never return from Mathura and forget them completely. They kept hurling abuses towards Akrura for separating Krishna from them. But these ladies could not stop Krishna from going to Mathura. Next morning, Akrura started off on his chariot along with Krishna and Balarama. Nandagopa and his men followed in bullock carts laden with gifts for the king. The chariot went on the well-laid roads leading to Mathura and the bullock carts tread the rustic shortcut roads. At noon, Akrura's chariot reached the banks of river Yamuna. As it is customary, Akrura parked his chariot under some shady tree and got down for his noon religious prayers on the river bank. He made Krishna and Balarama sit comfortably in the chariot. He asked them not to get down from the chariot till he returned. Akrura was worried about their safety since Kamsa's associates could be hiding anywhere. Akrura went to the river, washed his hands and feet. He was about to offer his prayers to God with his cupped palms filled with water and chanting of requisite mantras. What did he see in front of him? 
he saw krishna and balarama standing just in front of him how was that possible akrura was puzzled akrura had asked krishna and balarama not to leave the chariot how could they be in the river in front of him akrura turned his back and looked at the chariot parked at a distance he could still see krishna and balarama taking rest in the chariot as he had left them before in that case what was he seeing in front of him was this some kind of illusion or was he dreaming akrura slowly realized that it was indeed the god who was in front of him being everywhere god was simultaneously in the chariot as well as in front of him akrura was convinced about krishna's godhood he thanked god for being kind to him and for revealing him his true identity he started praising god with his throat choked with emotion the very next moment the image of krishna just disappeared akrura was startled and came out of the waters and rushed towards the chariot krishna was waiting for him in the chariot with his usual smiling face krishna asked why he looked so startled and whether he witnessed something unusual at the river by then akrura was convinced about the godhood of krishna he replied having seen you a real form face to face what else could possibly bewilder me i'm convinced that you exist everywhere and there is nothing one needs to see after seeing you they finally continued their journey and reached mathura by evening akrura was keen on taking krishna straight to his house but krishna asked him not to worry about him and proceed to his house krishna wanted to spend some time moving around the great city of mathura very reluctantly akrura returned home taking nandagopa and others along with him what happened next let us discuss that in the next episode thank you